first episode of the TBC podcast here in the fall of 2023. I'm your host and editor-in-chief of the Bethel Collegian, Brett Esch. It is Thursday, September 28th, and as a reminder, you can find this podcast on the website, collegian.bethelks.edu, Apple Podcasts, and Spotify. As a reminder, don't forget to follow us on X, Instagram, and Facebook. All you have to do is search the Bethel Collegian. The TBC podcast is brought to you by The Breadbasket. Whether it's baking, cooking, or catering, the breadbasket is always fast, friendly, and casual. Open from 6.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. Monday through Thursday, till 8 p.m. on Friday and Saturday, and from 10.30 a.m. till 2 p.m. on Sunday. Visit 219 North Main Street in Newton for your favorite homemade meals, or call 316-283-3811 or visit newtonbreadbasket.com to have them served at your party or event. The Breadbasket, let us bake for you. Now, let's jump straight into the Collegian ticker. Bethel and Newton schools jointly unveil new banners to hang in downtown Newton as part of an initiative by the Newton Area Chamber of Commerce to rally school spirit. News writer Lauren McCreary wrote more about that in her story on the website. The 91st session of the SGA convened for the first time this fall, addressing housekeeping items and swearing in new senators. April Pels has more on that in her story. Student clubs and businesses partook in the annual Get to Know the Community event around the green on campus. Lauren spoke with a few representatives in attendance. In entertainment, Broadway comes to Wichita. Read about the 2023-2024 lineup of modern Broadway hits coming to central Kansas in a story from Rebecca Schlosser. Drag show controversies on Bethel's campus quickly reached a resolution. Isaiah Smith's story on the website has more on that. In features, you can read about new leadership in the Bethel Music Department and Thresher Women's Soccer Team by reading Michael Wanger's and Grace Dawes' stories in the Features section on the website. In sports, the Bethel football team fell to 3-2 this past Saturday in a 24-14 loss to Kansas Wesleyan. They'll be back in action this weekend against Tabor in Hillsborough. The Bethel volleyball team won its ninth consecutive game in a sweep of friends last weekend. The Threshers will be in Winfield to face Southwestern this Saturday. Bethel has announced the hiring of Tim Swartzendruber as its new athletic director. He succeeds Tony Hoops, who departed the school in August. You can read about all of this and more in the sports section of the website. If you'd like your Bethel or community event announced on the Collegian ticker, email collegian at bethelks.edu or DM us on X or Instagram. Welcome, Skylar, to the TBC podcast. Thank you for taking time out of your day to join and talk to our listeners. Yeah, I'm really excited to be here. So the first question I have is, could you just introduce yourself a little bit uh, about your time here at Bethel and with the Collegiate and just your experience so Mm -hmm. far in general? Yeah, so um, this is my fourth year. I'm a senior. Um, I've been here all four years. I've been with the Collegian actually all four years as well. Um, it started out with me needing some extra like scholarship money or things like that. But um, one of my friends, Emily Brandt, she ha- like had the opportunity to meet with Christine. And so I was like, oh, that sounds kind of cool. So I also decided to talk to her and I ended up getting a scholarship for being a news editor. And I did um, yearbook in high school. So that included yeah. news writing and things like that so that's why I kind of chose to do that and knew I wanted to do some extra things at Bethel during my time here so that's definitely why that's awesome and then you know you attended Newton High School which is right down the road Um, uh, what did the college selection process look like for you your senior year and uh, you know you kind of talking about the collegian like I I know that you have some journalism experience in Mm -hmm. high school can you talk about a bit about that and how that translated over to Bethel yeah so 
my college looking experience, I guess you could say, is pretty minimal compared to a lot of people. I visited Bethel when I was a junior and then that's when I decided that I was going to come to Bethel and that's all I chose. I didn't decide to visit anywhere. My senior year, I remember talking to my mom and being like, okay, maybe I should go look at like K-State or KU or something for a bigger school, see what the bigger school feel could be like. And so ultimately I was just like, I really don't see myself anywhere other than Bethel. So it was just an immediate we're going to be done with college searches. I'm just going to go towards um, Bethel. And there was no reason, like, specifically why I wanted to come to Bethel. I didn't necessarily want to continue playing my sports that I played in high school. But that's when the opportunity for journalism kind of appeared because I worked alongside with Emily in our journalism department for – I did it for three years. She did it all four years. Um, So that was something, like, quite a big opportunity for me that opened up that I didn't really think about it going into, but it was, like – halfway through my senior year that's when that appeared and I was like okay yeah that would be a good way and a good fun time to spend my four years here at Bethel so what sports did you play in high school I'm actually I actually wasn't aware that you yeah. played sports oh yeah no school. I played um basketball and volleyball I played basketball four years I played volleyball for two years two and a half years I guess you could say um and then I did uh throwing and track so throwing was more of like my social sport and I just kind of hung out with my friends but it was still a fun time and I got to work out and everything like that so, uh, you know, speaking of, um, of that and, and, you know, you talked about before we started recording, you know, you brought up the fact that you're a legacy student, right? Mm-hmm. Your parents came to Bethel. How did that influence uh, your decision to come to Bethel? Maybe your experience here at Bethel yeah. and kind of how you've interacted with uh, the Bethel's campus throughout your entire mm-hmm. life. Yeah, so it's always been like I grew up in Newton, so obviously Bethel has been a prominent place in my life because it's in my hometown. So I've been coming to Fall Fest and things like that. And a lot of times Fall Fest is for the alumni. So, of course, my parents wanted to come and we were here. We would go to football, basketball games growing up. Um, It was a little different. Bethel wasn't as good when I was younger. So that's definitely a cool (laughs) change in the atmosphere, too, that I've grown up seeing. Um, But it was it was a big part of my commitment because it was I felt that connection through Bethel with my parents being legacy students um, or me being a legacy, whatever we want to call it. Um, but that was kind of a pull there. Um, I don't know. Yeah, it was just a big my parents loved Bethel here. I grew up knowing my parents mod mates. We still get together with my parents, mod mates, roommates, that kind of thing um, every uh, Super Bowl, my dad has his mod get together and they have a Super Bowl party. And the couple of the um, kids from his mod mates are also at Bethel with me now. Um, I actually lived in the mod with Beth Balzer and my dad and her dad lived together. So it's wow. kind of like a whole generation thing. And it was really cool to see it like all come together growing up. That's actually office. awesome. I don't think there's a better place to mold relationships than a mod. Like, yeah. you know, oh, yeah. I, I haven't ever lived in a mod, but I've heard like those crazy. are lifelong <laughs> bond. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, you know, speaking of your family, you now have a brother and a mm-hmm. sister uh, on campus. Yeah. Ethan Entz is a football player. Uh, originally went to Dort and yep. then uh, transferred to Bethel. Um, and <laughs> he then quite honestly came to Bethel because I talked about Bethel so much. <laughs> I think he got like... He got a little jealous of how like excited I was about Je- Bethel. Mm-hmm. This is, I don't know if he actually thinks this, but I, this is what I <laughs> he's think. He's going to hear this. And yeah, be like, he's going to be like, mm, maybe not. But he, uh, like, I was talking about how excited I was for Bethel. And then I think that sparked something in him. And like, maybe I kind of want to transfer to Bethel. So that, yeah, that played part. And then you also have your younger sister who's a freshman mm-hmm. this year, Cameron. 
uh, here to play volleyball. Mm-hmm. So two student athletes here. Yeah. How special is that for you and your family to be able to cheer them on at games, mm-hmm. especially with both their seasons going on at the yeah. same time right mm-hmm. now? How big is that for you? It's it's really exciting. I know my parents love it a lot. Um, they're very grateful that we're all at Bethel because also it's still close to home. And of course, my mom works at Bethel, so she sees us a lot. So that's pretty special in that aspect. And I don't know. My my mom and dad love to watch football and volleyball. There's those are the two sports that like stuck out for our family, and those are the two sports that we continue to love to watch. Like on the TV, like we will w- be watching volleyball and basketball or and football. Sorry, those are our two kind of favorite sports, and so that that's always kind of cool. And my parents didn't play sports at Bethel, but it's still definitely a legacy that's really cool to see happening and see us all kind of live out what they lived even too so it's like yeah it's just really cool to see all of this come together i'm always interested to hear you kind of touched on earlier about how the culture at bethel is different now versus Mm -hmm. maybe it was even when you were just in high school and maybe in middle school like what are some aspects of bethel uh culturally that you have seen like in your time here that was like different than uh what it was before you yeah um i guess let's think The culture when I was younger, it was more like, it wasn't very athlete heavy, I guess you could say. It was more of just like a, I don't don't even know how to describe it because it was like, it didn't feel as a cohesive community as it does now. Like right now it feels a lot more like. Like integrated into the community. Yes, like we're all kind of like one community. Like it just, it feels more like a whole community compared to like when I would like come on campus when I was younger because it was like sports teams were not great so obviously there wasn't as much of a community in that and like drive to go to games or drive to like there wasn't that rally of support yeah there wasn't a student section there was always people in the stands but there Mm -hmm. wasn't a big student section there wasn't that kind of thing so there's a community growth I think in a lot of ways and um not only with the outside community of Bethel but inside of the campus like there's been a community growth I think and it's been exciting to see like the change in the sports teams because I love cheering on the Threshers and having them win all the time it's kind of fun because Newton High School wasn't always the most successful in sports so I was like growing up not always successful in my sports but then when I got here it's kind of fun to see the change and the growth of our programs here right I think that's a big thing for me too I come from a high school that was not athletically Mm -hmm. successful really didn't have a a focus on athletics really on a district wide standpoint and to come here and be able to see everybody just happy enjoying success you know especially for a college that's 503 students I know the exact number yeah they just posted posted um athletics is huge I mean Mm -hmm. it it basically builds the campus because without athletes I mean, you know, a lot of these schools would go under, you know, yeah, with, oh, with how few enrollment there would, is. Um, so, so what are some things in relationships that have, when you look, when you look back, when you walk the stage and look back and think like my time here at Bethel, just what are some things, you know, we talked about the 1887 cafe, formerly Mojo's, formerly yeah. Bubbert's, mm-hmm. um, uh, the Thresher shop, but just what are some things that you'll look back on? Oh my goodness. I think I'll look back on all the friendships and all the different people that I've made connections with because professor-wise and faculty and staff-wise, there's so many connections I've made through my four years. Um, friends, I'll probably, a lot of the people I'm, I live with right now are like juniors, so I'll be a little sad to see them go and kind of me moving on into my um, adult career, I guess. That's scary to think about. <laughs> but um, I definitely will be looking back on all the different connections that I made even if it was just 
a simple conversation I had in the thresher shop because we do the thresher shop workers. We meet a lot of new people and a lot of the faculty and staff get to know us a little bit more because we have their mail. <laughs> so we we see them a lot more often in that space or they're coming to buy something in the thresher shop. So there's just there's a lot of different ways that I've made connections that I don't think I would have made if I didn't do certain things at certain times. I like it's all crazy to think that things have happened the way they've just fallen into place kind of thing. So I think just being grateful for all the fun and crazy connections and opportunities that I've had because being a legacy or having my mom work here or just putting myself out there in ways that I want to be in the Bethel busy because I do enjoy being busy and kind of thrive off of that a little bit. So I think, yeah, that's weird to think about now (laughs) walking across the stage but it's coming up shortly so yeah Bethel busy I feel like (laughs) that's a turn um well I mean I think that's all that we had Uh, again appreciate you taking Mm -hmm. some time it's always fun to hear about people's stories about how they come to Bethel especially locally Mm -hmm. uh especially talking about how this culture has changed you know I've only seen the last four years of it you know but someone like you has seen it for a long time and seen it evolve and it's really a special place it is I definitely agree. I'm happy to be here. And welcome, Andrew, to the TBC podcast. Thank you for taking some time out of your day. I know that we're all busy, mm-hmm. especially as this fall semester gets in full swing. And we really appreciate you being here to talk to our listeners. For sure. Yeah, Brett, thanks for having me on. So first question I had for you is, uh, you know, could you just introduce yourself uh, to our listeners a little bit and tell about uh, kind of your background, your time here at Bethel and with the Collegian? Yeah, so uh, I'm Andrew Graber. I'm from Divide, Colorado, and I'm currently a junior here at Bethel. Um, so yeah, around the end of my freshman year, I kind of had taken an interest in photography, taking some pictures around campus at some random events. Um, but I didn't necessarily have the desire to just do it for myself, just taking them and, um, sharing them with my friends maybe or whatever. So I started with the Collegian, um, my sophomore year, shortly after also taking a position as the sports information photographer for the college. So it's kind of a two for one. Um, taking photos, getting out there, and having them being shared to separate audiences. Um, so I figured working for the school would be a great way to try out my interests and share with others what I do. Um, and the Legion allowed to expand that just outside of just sports, um, which sometimes can get repetitive. Um, being able to go to different events around campus was was a nice change. So, yeah. So you brought up photography, and uh, that's kind of what I want to get into here. I'm always interested to hear about how, uh, you know, people were introduced to their passions, how how they've honed their crafts, and so I'm excited to get into that. Um, When and how were you introduced to photography, and what about it kind of caught your attention and stood out to you, like, hey, this is something I really want to pick up and really, you know, get better at? Yeah, that's that's a great question. Um, So I grew up uh, living at a summer camp, and this exposed me to a wide variety of experiences, Um, and anything from construction to PR, I had touched it all and kind of was like feeling out what I liked, what I didn't like. Um, and so I was fascinated with, uh, one of the summer staffers work, uh, who was a photographer for the the camp during a couple summers. Um, but I wasn't like, oh yeah, this is my thing just yet. I was still a kid, you know, enjoying a bunch of other things. So it was actually the summer after quarantine when things started to open up, um, camp, allowed for summer staffers to come, but we didn't have any campers that summer. So in hopes of keeping an engaged audience, we would make videos each week of hikes um, or favorite activities that the campers liked, things like that. 
Um, so I had made some videos before then, but then this was like, again, an opportunity for me to share that with other people, which is what I need or is something I enjoy and need for it to be fun and enjoyable. Um, so this got me working with camera equipment and software, things that like you wouldn't normally do just with your phone, um, and really opened the door for photography. Um, so yeah, I'd been creating some content for the camp ever since then and would attribute that to a lot of the, um, things that got me to where I am today. Uh, I'm still amazed by all, all the possibilities that cameras have, um, capturing all the, all of life, good and bad and otherwise. They say a picture is worth a thousand words and yes, it may be said, uh, a bit too often, but it is, it just really true, um, to what. Uh, the camera is able, able to do. Uh, a lot of times I'm drawn to how powerful images can be and how one photo can invoke a, a hidden feeling that you're not necessarily sure you had. Um, and in a lot of ways, like music, a certain rhythm, chords make you feel in a different way. So it's kind of, yeah, that art form. That's really cool. That's awesome, man. And then uh, talk about, you know, now that you're, you know, this far into your you know photography and you 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 love it and just talk about how you've honed your skills and become such a such a great photographer if i must say i mean thank i you, always you. enjoy uh going on instagram going on social media seeing your posts you know i feel very grateful as editor-in-chief of the collegian that we get to use you as a resource to make all of our stories look fantastic uh you know across all platforms just how have you gotten to this point and how have you uh become the photographer you are today Thank you for that. That's a very big compliment. Um, yeah, really, it's it's down to anything. Like at college, you really experience people in their niche, uh, little things. So like, I'm really impressed with Eli and his music ability. And sometimes I'm like, man, I really wish I was better at music. And it's like, well, no, that's his thing. That's what he's doing all the time. So this kind of has become more and more my thing. And through the collegian through the sports information that's where i've been able to get better like my photos freshman year and soft even being a sophomore you're like they're terrible compared to what they are now um so really it's it's practice practice and more practice and just putting it like some days you're not going to enjoy it just like anything but that's when you're becoming better it's like okay i'm kind of bored of this like how can i make it better um as with this year i've been really messing around with different lighting and and editing techniques to just help make it pop especially in like our gym where it's it's pretty dark pretty (laughs) flat how can I make the volleyball players like really pop in in doing what their thing is so yeah yeah it's just really cool to hear like how similar that is to a lot of people across all professions is just reps, like doing it over and over again. Uh Um, And when you've done it as long as you have, you know, uh, you're able to see what works best and what it doesn't. And so that's, that's really interesting. And so looking ahead, I mean, what does the future hold um, for this passion of yours for photography, especially once you, uh, you know, leave Bethel and beyond Bethel, what does this kind of look like for you in your uh, career possibly or future plans? Yeah, that's, I've been getting this question a lot recently, and I the answer is I don't know. Um, <laughs> there's a lot of unsure things. I'm, I'm trying different things. So uh, just this summer I created a website to try out that avenue, and um, it's another, you know, the more you try, the more you fail, the more you get better, the more you know. Right. So with that website, you know, it's, it's a costly thing. It's a $300 a year subscription. And then what I didn't know was, 
that only gives you like the base website that doesn't right. give you commerce or um, other like messaging capabilities that you would hope to have um, in that so yeah really just trying to see how it fits in my life I don't think I'll be doing it as a full-time thing just because that kind of takes out the fun of it but I will definitely try to do it in some aspect of my life, um, whether that's my job or just doing fun photo shoots with families and other things like that. I can definitely relate to your answer to what are you going to be doing when you graduate? <laughs> like, I it's mean, a tough I, one. you know, it's, it's tough. I mean, um, definitely don't look forward to hearing that question. Uh, finally, so, you know, kind of wrap things up here. What would you tell someone that uh, that's interested in photography? Maybe you've know somebody or you met some people uh, during the time that you've been doing this seriously and that have been like, hey, like, what do I need to do to get better, to, to start? What just How would you put that in the words for someone else? Yeah, that's, that's a really good question. Um, just like a lot of other things, you just got to try it. Um, try everything, anything. If you can do it, try it. Um, but don't expect to be the best in it, of course, right away. Uh, it can be really frustrating. There's a lot of cool things to try. There's a lot of different techniques. They're all awesome, but don't try and do them all. Try and try and focus a little bit more on one or two things. Um, and, of course, what you put in is what you can put get out of it. So um, don't necessarily think you're going to be the best just right away. Like, it's going to take some time. You're going to fail miserably, but hopefully you have fun trying just – messing around trying different things um another thing i'd say is you don't necessarily need super fancy equipment and i know it sounds like painful to some people you're like oh but if i had this super nice camera it would look super good it's like yeah it helps but um you just have to work with what you got so uh whatever camera you have is the best camera um we even say like at the camp the best camera is the one you have on you. So if you don't have it on you, it doesn't matter because you can't take the picture. So just try with what you got and, um, yeah, have fun with it too. That's awesome, man. Well, hey, Andrew, I appreciate you taking a little bit of time. I know uh, Skylar and I talked about in our other interview, Bethel Busy. <laughs> I oh, yeah. know that it's real. Uh, that's, that's something that we're all feeling right now. So I appreciate you taking time, sharing uh, some insight to photography and your passion for it, and uh, excited to see more work from you uh, in the, throughout the semester. Cool. Yeah, thanks for having me, Brett. Well, that'll do it for the first episode of the new semester for the TBC podcast. As a reminder, we are brought to you by The Bread Basket. Whether it's baking, cooking, or catering, The Bread Basket is always fast, friendly, and casual. Visit 219 North Main Street in Newton for your favorite homemade meals or call 316-283-3811 or visit newtonbreadbasket.com to have them served at your party or event. The Bread Basket. Let us bake for you. See you in two weeks, and thank you for listening.